Hi everyone, it's Morgan Jackson. Today is November 9th, and I will be doing two websites over quality education. Now, I'm going to be working on throughout these two websites on explaining why I like these and what I would add to my website if I did not add this. So, my first website will be going based off of, obviously, Africa, but it's going to be called Poverty and Education in East Africa. Now, if you can see, our last episode, I did South Africa for most of my websites and campaigns. This week, I'm going to try to stick with some East Africa. And maybe in next week, I'll do Central Africa, or just different parts, of, different parts in Africa that we can learn little bits about. Now, my second website will be Too Little Access, Not Enough Learning, Africa's Conflict in Education. Now, like I said, I'm going to be going over these PowerPoints and analyzing analyzing them while you're hearing me. The impact of poverty and education in East Africa remains one of the biggest challenges combined with huge structural issues such as the lack of, if not absence, of unemployment opportunities for school and university graduates. That is one of the reasons why we focus on building affordable quality homes. This not only improves the entire this not only improves the health of the entire families and communities, but it also provides a safe place for children to do their homework. Now, this these this paragraph or two just means that they don't have enough people being able to want to become a teacher, so they're not having people, so they're not gonna have enough teachers for the school year. Meaning, they're trying to make homes to where your mom and dad or someone whoever is older than you able to help you. They're able to help you in a good, safe home for you to do homework and or just learn a lesson. Despite progress over the last decade, 67 million children worldwide, of whom approximately 53% are girls, not have access to basic education currently. Now, I remember my first or second episode of this, my first or second episode before in my first podcast in general before doing this um, season, I guess, I went over how one website just talks mainly about girls not getting an education. Now, that is true. In Africa and many other places, girls are considered to work at home more than actually go to school. So, they're not, they're not able to have the best chance to learn or to get a good education and be able to go to college. Now, the Education Commission Project's that if current trends continue, by 2030, just 4 out of 10 children of school age, which is 1.4 billion children in low- and middle-income countries, will be on track to gain basic secondary-level skills. So they're tr- so they have a plan that they're trying to go off of, and they're trying to see in the future how it would end up as the overall ending project. Now, in this website, it has a lot of things that I like to see. Like It says more about advocacy, Africa, causes of poverty, child poverty, cycle of poverty, and extreme poverty. Now, they also are able to have graphs such as they have three different graphs. They have low-income countries, middle-income countries, and high-income countries. Now, there's three different sections, blue, green, and black. Now, in the low-income countries, There's 69% of blue, and blue means will not learn basic primary level skills. Now, I'm talking about low-income countries. Now, there's 23% of the chart 
is black, which is will learn basic primary level skills only. And 8%, only 8, will learn minimum secondary level skills. Now, that's just some low. So, you can see that more most to all of this graph is basically on you will not learn primary, basic, just math, addition, subtraction, vocabulary words like it said he was just basic skills that you need to go further, you won't learn in low-income countries. Now, middle-income countries, it gets a little bit better. Now, there's 49% green will learn minimum secondary level skills. Now, blue is 21% of middle-income countries, and blue, 21% will not learn basic primary level skills. And 30% is black and will learn basic primary skills only. Now you can tell it gets better throughout the low and middle income, but it's not it's still not that good compared to where you need to be. Now high income. High income means you have a house and you have all the electronics and technology that let you do anything you need to do to get done. Now they have 70% green will learn minimum secondary level skills. 8% is blue, will not learn basic primary skills. And 22% black, will learn basic primary skills. Now, I'll tell you this, that this was the source that they came, that came from this was Education Commission and Projections. Now this was in 20, 2016. Now it has been four years. I'm betting it has changed. And it, I'm hopefully it got better, and I think it has. It might have dropped down a bit since Corona, but it. I'm pretty. I'm sure it was better than just this right now. But you can tell compared to low and high income, you have all the low people, low income kids, parents, families, barely, barely, maybe not even get coming through, getting through with education. Where where do you have high income having all these special wants that they really do not need, but hey, they can afford it, so why not? Now, the barriers to education from poverty to instability. Now, the UICEF identifies 13 significant barriers to education in developing countries. Now these, I'm going to list only five because it's like a 13 and that takes a lot of time. But the the main five were direct cost, fees, clothes, books, two, indirect cost, opportunity cost of attending school, three, local attitudes and, and or traditional practices, four, health and nutrition, and fifth, crisis and instability. Now, these are just the main five. The first five that is a barrier from education and from poverty to instability. Now, as bar- as barriers to education are, bro- are broad and vary greatly by re- region, it's important to take take across approach to identify opportunities for investment that will affect children's success to qualify to access quality education in, in places such as health, nutrition, water, and sanitation, transport, house, and energy. Now, why education Why education poverty is worst in East Africa? Various global indices, including the Social Progress Index and the Human Development Index, show that low educational element is most 
widespread in sub Africa and in South Africa. African countries often suffer from relatively unstable economies as well as conflicts and droughts, which further worsen the educational crisis and poverty levels. Now, this statement, this I'm not going to read all of it because it's a lot, but it's basically it's basically just saying that it it is bad in Africa, no matter what you can say in different parts, central, south, east, west, whatever. But it's just east is having the biggest struggle right now. Out of everywhere in Africa, it's just having the biggest struggle. Now, in this website, I'm gonna close it up, but in but I'm gonna explain one more of these graphs I found on this that I enjoyed. Now, the population currently counts 22 million children and young people under the age under the age of 18 every year. Over 1 million young children enter the labor labor market without any formal skills. Now, primary, 95%, secondary, 33%, older, 4%, and youth employment, 33%. Now, I think this basically just means the ages kids get into this. Now, you would think that older kids would be a large percent but it also could be a low percent only because smaller kids are just doing this just because just because their parents tell them and or that this is how they're gonna have to do the rest of their life so might as well get started while you were young now i and i like this website only because it gave yes it gives you a short a small place to go looking around just in east africa but it also gives you so many facts and graphs for visual learners such as me to see what these what this actually means right now and how is and how it has gone worse or gotten better as the years to come now my second one is called too little access not enough learning okay so the next website on the next website it looks like it has a lot of information i wish it had some pictures and some graphs but we're going to get into it and see how it is now, using a new developed learning meter, CWE estimates that 61 million African, African-American children will reach adolescence lacking even the most basic literary skills and, and numeracy skills. That just means you barely learning how to put a sentence together or being able to read a sentence. And then math skills just meaning to count to 50 or count to 100. In your in your language or whatever, you're going to be struggling with that. Failure to tackle the learning deficit will deprive a whole generation of opportunities to the develop their potential and escape party. It will undermine prospect of dynamic growth and shared prosperity. If you want, if you want a glimpse into Africa's education crisis, there is no better vantage point than a, than the town of Bagdia, located. In Africa, in the Savannah region of the of the Sokato State in northern northwestern Nigeria, drop into one of the local primary schools, and they and you'll typically find more than fifty students crammed in a classroom, just with a few textbooks. If the teacher is there, and they're often absent, the te- the children will be receiving end of the geared towards rote learning that just means that look at the odds 
in our online class, we have just about 1 to maybe 25, 28 people. That's still a lot of people. And in a classroom, that's maybe one teacher to like 25 students, maybe probably less because Corona and people are going back to school. But anyway, you see the point. It's so many less children, more than 20 children in a classroom. It's a lot to begin with. But when you have almost double, more than double of the children in that classroom, that's a lot of children to be in a classroom, crammed together, sharing textbooks, even talking. Because we all know more than 10 people talking together is crazy. Times that by five, that's a nightmare almost because you just can't. It's hard to do. Now, also, looking into this small place in Nigeria, not there is much learning going on. One recent survey found that 80% of the third grade pupils cannot read a single word. That they've gone through three years of zero value added schooling. Mind you, the kids in the classrooms are the lucky ones, especially if they are girls. Over half of the state's primary school age children are out of school and and the and the state has some of the world's biggest gender gaps in education. Just a handful of kids have a chance of making it through secondary secondary education. So, let's say there's maybe a hundred kids in primary school. So, in primary school, and like they said, maybe a handful. So maybe split that in half. Maybe in fourths. So maybe 50 to 25 students will be actually be able to go to secondary school. So out of the 75 to 50 students, you're going to be stuck home doing a farming, chores for the family, just helping your family survive. So you're helping your, you're helping your family survive right now, then trying to help your family in the future with if you're able to get an education. The ultimate aim of any education system is to equip children with the numeracy, literacy, and wider skills that they need to realize their potential, and that their countries need to generate jobs, innovation, and economic growth. Now, after taking some rapid strides toward universal primary education, after 2000, progress has stalled. Out-of-school numbers are on the rise, and the gulf in education opportunities separating Africa from the rest of the world is widening. Now, this statement just means, and the one before that, just means that it was getting better. And I'm sure, I'm, no, I'm positive that COVID knocked it back a few thousand, like a few thousand, only because now you have kids who can't go to school because, you know, um, not having a mask, you're breathing in the wrong air, people coughing, and the spread, it's just very bad. And I know COVID have slowed this down by thousands of kids not being able to go to school. Now, I apologize that me now looking through these again for the second time, I'm realizing that not all of this information is, I guess, new. It's been maybe a year or two before this, and I said I would be posting new information, and I honestly thought it was, but apparently it's not. I will have new information tomorrow on my next podcast. Th- uh, th- that's the end of my two websites of me analyzing them. And thank you for listening. Bye.